Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And well, it's finally happened. Imran Khan predicted that he would be once again arrested. And we know that there was a biased judge who on the record um, was against Imran Khan because of his political affiliation with the current illegal government. And that judge, Dilawar, he... Uh, literally wrote up very offensive posts against Imran Khan on his social media which he tried to deny saying that uh, although this is my account but I'm not the one who wrote the posts like everybody was like what the frack man I mean what are you even saying here but even even worse than that or I could say even more hilarious than that is that despite the fact that everybody in the judicial uh, committee and in the judicial world in the judicial organization they know that he is biased and that it means that the trial that he's conducting is illegal as a judge and that he needs to recuse himself yet nobody forced him to recuse himself and even though Imran Khan's lawyer asked for a recusal the judge himself refused to recuse himself so he just made it very plain he made it very clear very open that he is here on the orders of the government and he's working with the government to eliminate Imran Khan once and for all um, and they're going to use uh, a f bogus trial much in the same way as they used a judge who had personal problems with Bhutto to uh, hear the trial against Bhutto and then eventually he got Bhutto killed by getting him hanged. So they're using one of their minions again and they're using a similar uh, pattern in order to arrest Imran Khan and he was illegally arrested once again. Once again, understand that this trial was illegal and because of that his arrest is illegal. Now, Although the whole world is talking about his arrest, but the other main thing that people are actually not, I mean, let's just put it this way, his arrest is a huge cover up for what ex what actually the government is doing and that is that the government has finally done um, what it was trying to do regarding the uh, consensus and regarding the uh, elections. So the government has tied up the elections and so um, we are not going to see the elections coming anytime this year, even though this is election year. So they have finally done what they have been trying to do and they've done it under the camouflage of Imran Khan's arrest because that is a huge news and there's only one way to cover up one news and that is by bringing in a bigger news. And so it is, it is actually not a coincidence that Imran Khan was arrested today and at the same time um, this deal was finally wrapped up concerning the elections. So you can forget about the elections this year. Also let it be noted that Imran Khan had already given, uh, he had addressed the whole nation on social media telling them that he, by the time people will be um, listening to his address he will already have been arrested so he predicted that right. Um, another thing also that needs to be uh, noted 
the reason why we keep on saying is that this was an illegal arrest. It's not just it was illegal because the whole process, the whole procedure was illegal, but also because once again the police literally broke his door down and barged into his house while he was asleep without any uh, you know any permission to enter without showing them any warrant first so that they could let them in no they just broke down his door and uh, they entered in and when the staff spotted them they went and told Imran Khan's wife and then she woke him up and he said that just tell them I'll be out in five minutes but they still uh, wanted to show uh, their thuggery in the process and and once again there, there were damages done uh, to Imran Khan's place by the police so if this doesn't scream illegal I don't know what does now another thing that one needs to understand is that if uh, as per PPP's request as per Zardari's request if they're going to use the consensus of 2017 in order to um, uh, you know to run the elections um, instead of using the current consensus which they haven't even completed I, th- I doubt they've even started um, because of I think if that would actually mean that even if they do the elections now this year um, it's going to be rigged because the actual number of people in Pakistan, the actual number of voters in Pakistan are not going to be counted or considered. Um, They're going to go against 2017's um, population count. And then that means that the uh, elections will once again be completely rigged. Which means, again, it doesn't matter if the elections are delayed or not because Imran Khan's out of the picture, which is what they wanted. As long as Imran Khan's out of the picture, it doesn't matter if they do the elections this year or next year or in two weeks or in two months because at the end of the day it's all in their hands and and people obviously are not going to vote for them and they know that they know that people are not going to vote for them so obviously what are they going to do what they've always done because you need to understand the first time the people of Pakistan actually voted was when Imran Khan came into power as Prime Minister before that um, people never really voted Um, and that is because uh, people knew that it didn't matter if they voted or not Uh, the same people would be coming over and over again after rigging the elections which is what they've always done that is the only way Zardari and Nawashif have been taking turns coming into the government obviously the establishment and the army has always been with them because they have their people placed within much in the same way as you could say uh, the Bush family have placed their people or they're part of those people who are in the American establishment. So we've got the establishment committing treason, we've got the army committing treason, we've got judges and we've got lawyers um, who are obviously under what uh, in Korea people like to call them scholarship holders. So over here, it's not about scholarship. They literally just buy them or bribe them or give them jobs when they ha- when they are actually not even qualified. And uh, they blackmail them later on and they threaten them and that's how they use them. So we're clear about one thing and that is that the whole, uh, the, the whole uh, relevant public institution um, is basically committing treason altogether. Yes, people are protesting once again. People are protesting, not just in Pakistan, but 
out of Pakistan all over the world. Protests have already begun against the illegal arrest um, of Imran Khan and against the illegal trial process uh, by done by a biased judge who should have recused himself after uh, posting um, slanderous, offensive and even um, insulting comments against Imran Khan. What's also uh, worth noting, which every single journalist uh, who is a real journalist and not the sold out uh, bitches of riches that we have in the mainstream media, but the actual journalists who are speaking out on social media now, um, the thing that everybody seems to constantly uh, stress on is the fact that the judge had just um, given out his ruling Dilawar, yeah, Mr. Dilawar should face. He just gave his ruling and as soon as he gave his ruling, which was already dictated and it was already there, by the way, the ruling was not something that he had written fresh. This was something that was already dictated and it was just waiting for the time for him to be given the go signal so that he could just read it out. And that was today at 12 o'clock. And as soon as he, uh, as I said, as soon as he gave the ruling exactly 10 minutes after that, the police were at Imran Khan's door breaking it down. Never have we ever seen uh, such active um, movement by any law enforcement agency in Pakistan. The only time the law enforcement agencies in Pakistan have ever been so active is when they are actually committing treason, uh, following the orders of the army, the establishment or the government. And so here we are. And that's uh, that's another thing that has actually triggered the anger of the people, obviously, because everybody could see what was going on and everybody knew that this was going to happen. Imran Khan himself knew it and he mentioned it like a million times. And not only that, they instead of flying him to Islamabad, they decided to take him uh, via road. After waking him up, they decided to drag him out of the house and then they decided that no, they're not going to fly him because they want to basically mentally torture him or exhaust him by giving him a long travel, a long journey, which is basically six hours at least. It takes six hours uh, from Lahore to Islamabad. And they thought that this would probably help torture him, give him some mental torture, exhaust him. Um, they don't even know what they're, what they're thinking because uh, Imran Khan getting exhausted by a six-hour drive in your fucking gene. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to, I was just going to swear two to three things, but I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm going to say, in your freaking dreams. Another thing that outraged uh, both the journalists as well as the public of Pakistan is the fact that despite the fact that Imran Khan had uh, asked the police to just give him five minutes so that he could change, the police refused. They, ref they not only refused, not only did they barge in breaking in the back door, which is basically, it, it sort of links to Etazaz Essen's house because Etazaz uh, Essen, uh, the veteran lawyer as well as politician who belongs to People's Party, he is the neighbor of Imran Khan. So it is the door that is between these two homes, the back door of Imran Khan's, that is what was broken into. And then, so not only did they break 
break in and barge in they beat up his staff they beat up his servants and then they used offensive language with Imran Khan they they tried to insult him they behaved rudely with him they used informal speech with him instead of formal speech and even though he uh, told them that listen I'm here and I'm ready to be arrested um, they still pushed him they dragged him um, they were physically abusive they were verbally abusive and this is what you get when you have a politicized law enforcement agency and Punjab police has always been the most hated police in the whole country because they are hundred percent minions of Imran of uh, Shabash Sharif and Nawaz Sharif uh, these are all uh, unwarranted um, unqualified people who have been placed in strategic posts within the police from the lowest to the topmost seats and these are people who actually do not even deserve to be in the police these were those many of them are those who were removed because of their violent behavior their illegal activities but they were brought specifically back by this government so that they could do the dirty work so when you're using the law enforcement in order in, in, in law enforcement agency or institution to do your own personal dirty work, who will have respect for that law enforcement agency? The people do not respect the army. The people do not respect the police force. The people basically are just, as I said, they're simmering. And Imran Khan's arrest is probably going to be the last straw, like how the last time people reacted, this time the reaction might come to a boiling point. Also, as per tradition of the Punjab police, uh, not only did they arrest Imran Khan, but because there were a lot of protesters, as I said, they arrested minors. Yes, they arrested minors and old people once again, showing the class that this government belongs to, showing the gutter snipe lowest bottom feeders that our government members are that the fact that they belong to the dumpsters of the society the slums of the society and that even though they've earned so much money through haram and they still you know in their mind they, they're still constantly trying to evade that poverty that they've been living in and the poverty that they were born in and you can see that in their mentality right now that they are uh, they have no respect for women, they have no respect for children, they have no respect for old people, um, just like they did last time a few months ago and as they did on 9th May, they're doing it again. They are um, arresting and assaulting minors, women and elderly, the elderly. Keep that in mind. This is what happens when you become pro-US and pro-Israel, the fact that our government is funded by the Israelis and by the American establishment, um, it is so obvious uh, because you can see, you can see the, the pattern here, you can see what how they're doing things and you can really, uh, I mean, you can, it, it's so obviously American, it screams Israel, so you just know who's behind it all. Now, it doesn't matter if the Lahore Bar Association is screaming blue murder. Um, my question here is that the Bar Association was well aware of the fact that the judge in question was biased and that he was already considered a questionable person 
why didn't they do something about it why are they screaming blue murder now talking about loopholes in his judgment talking about how um he has um insulted the sanctity of the court um and how he has uh basically um uh you know basically offended the justice system but again i think that you are all accomplices the bar association the judges they're all accomplices why because why did they not take steps to force the judge to recuse himself from what was obviously a biased trial in which the judge himself had a personal problem with imran khan why because the judge was a very close minion of shabash sharifs again let us just focus on the main uh issue here that i have the main question how is it that the caretaker government of punjab that has long expired and actually is illegal right now it has no standing it has no legal no political standing how is it that it is giving orders and how is it that its orders are being listened to how is it that the army and the establishment have been taking orders from these people who are not even part of the government forget that i will go back to my original question that i've been asking in almost every podcast of mine in what capacity has maryam nawaz been issuing orders and in what capacity and what authority has her commands and her orders being listened to how is it that the establishment and the army have been taking orders from a civilian who has no political standing who has no uh, seat in the assembly um in the parliament anywhere how and why is it that even when imran khan was the prime minister the establishment and the army were taking orders from maryam nawaz that is what i want to know and if that is not treason then what is pray tell me you fuck faces and please stop uh listening to the mainstream media or even on social media stop listening to um the channels that are controlled by or the accounts that are controlled by um the illegal uh government and the mainstream media because they are lying if they say that nobody's out as i've said before there are protests no person has ever commanded uh such emotional power over uh, our country as imran khan nobody ever came out for benazir nobody ever came out for nawaz sharif nobody ever came out for anybody seriously in the history of this country people have only come out for three people um they came out for qaid azam they came out for fatma jana his sister and now they've come out uh time and again for imran khan nobody else could ever command the public uh in such a way uh the 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 public has never been emotionally uh attached to anybody except these three figures and this is this is on the record so yes there are a lot a lot of protests and they're going to increase in number um and overseas protests have also already begun as i said it's not just in pakistan it's all over the world and now the judge it is said that the judge dilawar uh, shitface that he is um 
now suddenly uh, scared and he's in fear for his life that the public is enraged yeah you know what if he was really scared um if he really thought that the public could harm him i doubt he would have done what he just did obviously it's because he is um basking in the money and the protection and the shield of the illegal government and that is why he has done what he's done and that is why he's sure that he can get away with it um so this fear will not last long because at the end of the day uh, as i said the public may be simmering the public may be boiling but the public um has never actually had a bloody revolution the public probably does not even know how and the only way to get rid of pests is by literally burning them and there is no other way that we can get rid of pests and the the illegal government are literally pests so the public is is uh, swearing at them on social media the public is um literally giving them badduas which means they're cursing them um you know sending them all to hell it's 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 all there but in real life the public is also out in the streets and protesting but the only way to get rid of these people because these are cockroaches the only way to get rid of cockroaches is to totally exterminate them otherwise they will not die and they will not go away um and these are cockroaches okay hello so deal with them as you would deal with cockroaches i have said this before i'll keep on saying it until it happens this country is courting its own doom by letting these people get away with so much um if you continue to um allow the government to give it time to do whatever it is that it is here to do that i'm sorry then pakistan is definitely going to be destroyed and in a way it will deserve to be destroyed why because the people are still not understanding that it is extremely vital uh to take action and real prompt action against the government against the establishment against the army against the whole institution once and for all because if we do not do it uh properly the right way um we will end up once again just spending years and years in anger years and years in you know protests um and by then america would have already done what it's here to do through its minions and you will be in the palm of american establishment and israel and that is it then that will be it for pakistan so it's really up to the people of pakistan gone are the days for peaceful protest um qaid azam managed to make pakistan he's the only leader in the world who managed to create a country without war and without bloodshed all bloodshed uh, came after the creation of the country that needs to be understood he's the only leader who created the lines on the map of a country constitutionally and this is why um our people have no clue about how to stage a bloody revolution they have been so used to peaceful riots and peaceful um revolutions and that is what we did again with imran khan it was a very peaceful revolution in which we brought imran khan into power but you can see that gone are the days when peaceful revolutions would work um that is that is not going to help right now because there's a lot of us dollars involved there's heavy money involved there's heavy mercenary involved and there are not just one but two states involved or actually three we need to remember that the uk may be half dead officially but actually it is behind it all unofficially 
um, and it likes to keep itself, you know, behind the curtain every time and why it pushes America forward. And this is not just a conspiracy. You would find it in the 50s meetings and in the four, late 40s meetings where Britain officially handed over everything to America uh, to take care of business. So, yes, if Pakistan wants to really survive, if the people really want Pakistan to survive, then the people would have to maim this government. They would have to paralyze the state. They would have to shut the whole country down. I have said this like a billion times. There is nothing left to lose. Our businesses are already collapsed. Educational institutions are screwed up. Uh, people have lost their livelihoods. So instead of committing suicides, how about you just shut down the whole country and help these people commit political suicide once and for all? So this is me signing out. Although, yeah, sorry, before I sign out, there are also rumors that once again, maybe the Supreme Court may intervene because of the bogus uh, case, the whole, uh, you know, charade the whole farce that was played out in the name of uh, the law. So the Supreme Court is, uh, people are expecting that the Supreme Court may again, you know, take action and say, what the hell just did you just do? And uh, that the Islamabad High Court, which was forced, um, there was a visit, there was a very long visit by the IG um, police, uh, which again begs uh, the question that why was he, uh, in, in the Islamabad High Court and how did he get to meet the uh, judges in question and and uh, who were the other two people with him who forced the High Court to uh, send the case back to the Lavers Court um, which is a session court and so basically they are um, you know, thinking that this may also be put into question once again, that there was an open intervention um, within the court. Um, and obviously it is the same famous um, high court that, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. As I said before, that if, if, if even the judges are not, uh, you know, qualified and they are put in place due to some sort of a nepotism or due to uh, some sort of bribery going on or, you know, just, just being placed there for political reasons so that they can be minions. I mean, in any case, these are illegally placed judges again. So when you cannot trust the system, the system has already been finished. If the system is already finished, then what is it that people are waiting for? I don't know. I think this is really the last chance that people have to reform the whole country Otherwise, as I said, prepare for Pakistan's demise. And this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.